Welcome to our podcast for College Catholics. I'm Father Patrick, and I'm a priest of Miles Christi. It's a religious order of the Catholic Church that brings together priests and religious brothers who work together for the sanctification of the lay faithful, particularly high school and college students. And in this podcast, I present the Catholic faith following the structure of the Catholic Catechism geared toward college students. Starting with episode two, I present systematically the whole Catholic faith, then the sacraments, the commandments, and then prayer. So right now, I'm developing the sacrament of marriage that's toward the end of the section on the sacraments. I spoke about how it's a natural institution created and willed by God from the beginning, which Jesus Christ elevated to the status of a sacrament. So now it is one of the seven sacraments instituted by Jesus Christ. In that sense, when celebrated validly between one baptized man and one baptized woman, it generates a bond that is indissoluble and lasts for their entire life. So the sacraments are essential to our salvation and sanctification. They are the channels established by God himself, Jesus Christ, to receive the different graces that we need in this life. So in that sense, in our modern world, even in our modern church, we're very accustomed to try to find strength for our daily obligations in many other ways except the ways that God gave us. And we typically forget that the most powerful strength is the one that comes from God himself. In that sense, the sacraments are the most effective way to receive the most powerful help from the most powerful source, which is God himself. Of course, there are many other things that we can do from a natural point of view to have a good, fruitful life in this world, like having a healthy lifestyle, you know, doing exercise, having good friendships, and engaging in good, constructive reading and study. But apart from these necessary things, and I would say above those necessary things, more importantly than those necessary things, there's the spiritual well-being of our souls, of your soul, and especially the issue of your salvation. That is the ability to reach heaven, the eternal life, after you die. For this purpose, the sacraments are the only absolutely effective channels backed by the power and the authority of Christ and the Church that give us God's help effectively, God's grace to obtain the strength for different moments in our life. So each sacrament provides special graces. That's why there are seven of them, each one for a different moment in life. And they are in part different from the other sacramental graces that you receive from the different other sacraments. In the case of the sacrament of matrimony, the graces given to husband and wife are twofold. On the one hand, a particular bond is generated, created by God, between the bride and the groom. And on the other hand, both spouses are given particular interior graces that we can't see from the outside, or if you want to call it divine strength, to fulfill the duties and responsibilities that are proper to their new state in life. Of course, you know, to obtain these graces, uh, the marriage has to be validly celebrated. So to uh, more, know more about how, uh, how that happens, how a marriage is celebrated validly, you can listen to the previous episode, that is episode 116 on this 
that particular topic. So let us look at the marriage bond, right? In the Gospel of St. Mark, our Lord speaks about matrimony and the importance of the lifelong bond that is created between a husband and a wife. So that if one of the spouses abandons the other and after that enters into a union with someone else, he or she commits adultery. In particular, our Lord says in the Gospel of St. Mark, For this reason, a man shall leave his father and mother and be joined to his wife, and the two shall become one flesh. So they are no longer two, but one flesh. Therefore, what God has joined together, let no man put asunder. And those last words of our Lord, what God has joined together, no man may put asunder, indicate that through the sacrament of matrimony, husband and wife are now joined together by a bond that is created by God. A bond that no man, no human law, no state can break apart. And that bond lasts unto death. And that's a great thing. The union between husband and wife is sealed by God himself in such a way that, as the Vatican Council teaches, from, from that marriage, from that covenant, there arises, says the Council, an institution formed and confirmed by divine law, even in the eyes of society. And their mutual love, that authentic married love, is caught up into the divine love. As the Catechism of the Catholic Church teaches, uh, number 1640, we read, In this way, the marriage bond has been established by God himself, in such a way that a marriage concluded and consummated between baptized persons can never be dissolved. Never be dissolved, right? So up to there, the Catechism. So that marriage bond is a reality, a link, invisible but real, a spiritual chain, we could say, that unites husband and wife for life. And once it is sacramentally and validly celebrated and then consummated through the conjugal act, it becomes indelible or irrevocable. So this characteristic of the marriage bond which on the one hand might sound like a serious responsibility or even somewhat of a weight, is on the other hand an amazing gift to the spouses, a gift to all society, a gift, a gift to the children of those parents, a gift that ensures fruitfulness and fidelity. And finally, it is a gift because it gives the married couple a divine guarantee. Their marriage is, so to speak, backed by the fidelity of God. So that's uh, about the marriage bond. Now regarding the grace or the sacramental graces that are given to husband and wife, uh, through the sacrament of matrimony, God not only creates uh, this irrevocable bond between spouses, he also provides the spouses with help, or we also call that supernatural grace or graces, to help them in the fulfillment of their marital and parental responsibilities. Graces that they would not receive if they were not sacramentally married. 
So through those sacramental graces, God helps the couple to become holy by perfecting their mutual love, that is, helping them to be faithful to each other and strengthening their indissoluble unity. So the grace of God strengthens, perfects their love. So in other words, God's graces help them help each other to grow in holiness. What this means is that the grace of matrimony helps the spouses love each other in spite of the normal difficulties of community life. It helps them carry together the many crosses that are common to daily family life in this world. It helps them complement each other more perfectly. And it helps them be good parents and educators of their children, which is a task that we are usually not prepared enough to face in life. So it's beyond our natural preparation, so to speak. However, this doesn't mean that uh, couples that are married sacramentally will have no problems in this life, right? Nor does it mean that they will be always a perfect model of parents. Not necessarily. Okay, God's graces help, but we have to put all our human efforts and natural means to make those goals a reality. Finally, this doesn't mean that every single married couple will be perfectly and spiritually successful. No, does it mean that no married couple will ever fail? Unfortunately, there can be failure for a variety of reasons, one of which is the current state of our society and the cultural attack on the family. But that also, uh, let's say, success or failure also depends on the preparation before marriage. It also depends on the attitude with which one comes into the marriage relationship. It depends on the constant willingness to convert from sin, to turn to God, to be willing to forgive, to humble oneself, to work on the relationship with your spouse. If all these factors are in line, they work together with the graces given through the sacrament, graces of God given through the sacraments, and lead to a successful family life. But what I would definitely say is that the probability of your marriage failing is much smaller if you're married sacramentally than if you're not. And this is why it is so important to try to be married in the sacrament and according to the church, according to church law and not just live together. It's not exactly the same to form a family without being married than to form a family sacramentally united. You know, uh, We have the blessing of God, we have the graces of God, we have a marriage bond, and we become parents in the eyes of God. And this is blessed by God. God is part of that marriage and that family. So, uh, next time I will be interviewing a recently married couple so that they can share their take on all these things we spoke about. And then in the following episode, I will speak about the final aspect of marriage, that is what the church calls the goods of marriage and the duties or responsibilities proper to married couples. So thank you so much for sharing your time with me today. If you like this episode, please share it with others. And if you can't, please leave a review on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. May God bless you, and we will see you next time.